What's going on, guys? We have another week of programming to go over. This is going to be the first official week of June. So last week we had Murph, so the rest of the week was kind of tailored uh, to fit that workout. And, you know, that way we're not starting themes and progressions under some crazy fatigue from doing 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 air squats. Uh, so especially because front squat is the progression, obviously don't want to do that on a Tuesday after Murph. So we're starting all of our themes this week for the first official week of June. So electricity discipline is weightlifting, systems ventilation, virtuosity is kettlebell, fun workouts will be from the CrossFit Games. And then this is also going to include regional and open workouts. That way we have some more variety. Um, the games workouts are pretty intense, as you guys know, and a little bit outside of the scope of uh, what normal people at a CrossFit gym or at a functional fitness gym should be doing. So we kind of have, you know, a, a variety of workouts to choose from when we go to regionals and, and open workouts. And then assessments will be front squat, kettlebell, and flexibility. So you'll see that sprinkled in throughout the month as well. So again, front squats will be our progression. So we're starting with sevens, then going to fives, then going to threes, then assessing. We also have push press on Wednesday and then power cleans on Saturday, kind of filling in uh, for that weightlifting electricity, electricity discipline. Um, we also have quite a bit of kettlebell work this week. So kettlebell cleans and front rack lunges here, half Turkish get-ups, Turkish get-ups. Um, that is it for this week, but we will have some more next week. We also have the kettlebell assessment prep here. So in the extra credit kettlebell EMOM times four uh, at the kettlebell assessment rep and weight. So just building that up so that people definitely level up by the end of the month. So let's go ahead and hop right into Monday here. Monday, or also we have this uh, open workout. So that fills in for the game, games, CrossFit games. Um, theme that we have. So open 12.3 will be on Wednesday. But again, let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So Monday, we do have that front squat progression starting. So warm up is going to be pretty lower body focused, three rounds, air squats and back scales, then three rounds of kettlebell swings and plank, just getting us prepared to front squat. So we'll spend some time reviewing the front squat. And I would review the map as well, just to make sure everyone knows where they're headed. And then we're getting into our first week of this progression. Uh, make sure that we're keeping it pretty conservative. You do want to leave yourself a little bit of room or quite a bit of room actually to build up in the next few weeks. So that's why we have RP seven to eight. So nothing max, but just a tough set to finish um, in your sets of seven. Earlier levels should be a little bit more conservative than that. So not quite um, going for a heavy, but just more focused on movement quality and consistency. So then getting into our workout here, this is going to be our kettlebell focused workout or one of our kettlebell focused workouts um, with double unders as well. So our focus in the movement review is going to be the double unders first and then going over kettlebell swings or kettlebell cleans rather and front rack lunges with the remaining time. The system is going to be breathe and burn for this one. Levels considerations will be kettlebell uh, and neurological and core for that one. And then our goal is four plus rounds. So getting into this one, sword swallowing, 13-minute AMRAP, eight kettlebell cleans on the right side, then 12 kettlebell front rack lunges on the same side, 25 double unders, and then do the whole thing on the other side. 
So really focused on consistent movement, particularly with the kettlebell cleans and the front rack lunges. So you want to go right from the kettlebell cleans into the front rack lunges, then quickly into your double unders, switch arms, 8-12, right into those double unders. So super crisp and consistent kettlebell cleans, not rushing through, making sure every rep looks exactly the same, and then the same thing on the front rack lunges. Every rep looks exactly the same, consistent, constant movement. As we scale the workout down, the reps drop for the kettlebell cleans, weight stays the same. Then we drop the weight and go back up to eight reps for the kettlebell cleans. Weight continues to drop until we get to Russian kettlebell swings, swings and goblet squats for yellow and then air squats for white. Double unders will always turn into single unders and reps will adjust for that as well. So if all levels, no matter you know if you're doing kettlebell cleans, kettle, uh, kettlebell swings, goblet squats, front rack lunge. The goal for this one is consistent, constant movement with consistent technique all the way through. So first round and last round should look exactly the same. Kettlebell cleans should look every, everyone should look exactly the same. That is your focus. As well as unbroken double unders, of course, unbroken double unders, very important in this one uh, to maintain consistent movement throughout. So our extra credit here, glute bodybuilding work. So we got four sets, 10 hip thrusts, 10 Romanian deadlifts, rest two minutes. Uh, weight should be moderate for this. We're really focused on muscle activation and range of motion, uh, not loading as much. So load as much as you can with that in mind. So range of motion, muscle activation, make sure we're getting a nice squeeze at the top. Make sure we're getting full range of motion on those Romanian deadlifts, getting a little bit of a stretch in the hamstrings and glutes at the bottom. So that is Monday. Let's roll into Tuesday here. So Tuesday, we have a longer workout, um, up to 30 minutes with the cap, uh, with some pull-ups, strict pull-ups, bodybuilders, and then a run. So workout is going to be pretty geared towards that. Seven minutes, 100-meter shuttle run, then scout pull-ups, dead hang, and mountain climbers to start. Um, movement review for the prep is going to be reviewing pull-ups and bodybuilders, uh, focusing on those pull-ups, particularly muscle activation. So making sure everyone's tracking correctly with their elbow and the scaps are in the right position. Everyone's lats are doing most of the work and we're not um, putting too much stress on the biceps and elbows there. So this workout is going to be a breathe and burn workout, a little more on the burny side for the sets and a little more on the breathy side, of course, when we get to the run. Uh, levels considerations, upper body pull running and API uh, just for the, the bodybuilder reps for that API. And the goal here is to finish under the cap. So belt fed is four rounds for time with a 30 minute time cap of three sets of five strict pull-ups and 10 bodybuilders, then 600 meter run. So you're going to do three sets of the strict pull-ups and bodybuilders, then run four times, right? So 12 total uh, sets of this by the end and 2,400 meters of running by the end. So with this one, very focused on quality movement on the strict pull-ups. So chin all the way over, make sure we get full extension at the bottom. Ideally, these remain unbroken all the way through. Uh, obviously, if quality kind of falters, then break, rest a little bit, shake the arms out, then hop back up. Quality is still the most important factor. So don't force unbroken reps if they're looking a little uh, a little rough towards the end. Just break it up at two or three, shake the arms out, finish out your set. Bodybuilders should be consistent and straight through. 
uh, get the heart rate up a little bit, but don't sprint on those because that will affect the pull-ups. Uh, as we uh, drop in level here, strict pull-ups will drop in reps. Then we drop to chin-ups and banded chin-ups and then into ring rows. Bodybuilders will drop in reps as we go down. Running will start to drop at orange and then drop all the way down to 200 meters for white. So with the running, really focused on consistent pacing. So round one and round four take almost exactly the same amount of time. Obviously, round four, we should be pushing a little bit harder to finish fast. But in that first round, really setting yourself up for success so that you're able to maintain a consistent pace, right? And we're not blowing ourselves out sprinting that first 600 meter run, or even just going a little too fast, right? A little too fast on this run uh, will result in a very sad time for the subsequent rounds. So being conscious of that, making sure that we're a little conservative at the beginning, and then you can adjust and maybe go a little bit faster after that. Usually that doesn't happen, right? The slow pace is usually the correct pace, especially for a run uh, over 400 meters. So consistent breathing and keep it moving there. So that is the workout. Again, goal here is to finish under the 30 minute cap. So to finish off the day, we have some core accessory, three sets for quality, half Turkish get-ups on the right side, then heel taps, and then doing it on the other side and finishing with heel taps. It's so just working on different planes of movement for that core work with the frontal plane and then a little bit of the transverse plane twisting uh, with the half Turkish get-up. So make sure the weight's relatively light for the kettlebell so that way we're able to do 10 consistently and we're not struggling or getting out of position there. And then heel taps should be pretty smooth and consistent all the way through. Extra credit, we have some flexibility work. So this flexibility work will go uh, towards that assessment at the end of the month. So kind of uh, picking out certain pieces uh, from those flexibility tests that people usually need help with the most. So we're starting with PVC pass-throughs and standing straddle and then butterfly stretch <clears throat> up to four times if you want to do it one, once or twice just to get, get a touch on that. That's totally fine, but up to four times uh, for this and just really focus on staying relaxed and sinking into these positions and then not forcing too much range of motion with the pass-through. So keeping that pretty passive all the way through. So that is Tuesday. Let's hop into Wednesday here. So Wednesday we have our push press strength piece. So the warm up is going to have a little more press and then of course some other things to support calf raises and tuck ups. Uh, so 5, 10, 15, 10, 5 strict press calf raise tuck ups in the warm up. Again, to get us ready for the push press. And then you have 15 minutes to build to a heavy set of three for Brown. All other levels are accumulating reps of that push press or accumulating sets rather of that push press. And then we go to dumbbell push press for yellow and white. And then getting into the workout here. So workout prep, we're reviewing and practicing toes to bar. So really focused on control on those swings. So scat pull-ups, arch hollow swings, and then two minutes toes to bar practice to finish that off. Then we have our workout here. So workout is going to be breathe and burn. Levels considerations will be API, upper body push, and then neurological and core, just core on this one. The goal here is six plus rounds. The workout is open 12.3. So all the way back in 2012, we did this one uh, for Dave Castro. This one's going to be 18-minute AMRAP, 15 box jumps, 12 push press, at 
and then nine toes to bar. As we scale this down, reps for the box jumps will go down, then the height will go down, then we go to step ups, push press will drop in weight, and then drop to double un or dumbbells, not double unders, uh, dumbbells for yellow and white, and then toes to bar go to knee raise, leg raises goes to knee raises, then goes to sit ups for white. So just like with most open workouts, the goal is going to be maintaining intensity and consistent movement throughout the entire time, right? So quick, unbroken, in quotation marks, right? You break, I guess you break box jumps every time you come down, but consistently working through those 15 box jumps, you should not be stopping mid-set on that. So 15 straight through, a couple deep breaths, 12 unbroken push press, a couple deep breaths, nine unbroken toes to bar. The toes to bar is where we probably will have to think about breaking after the first few rounds. The first two rounds, you might get away with unbroken toes to bar. But if you know that you will start to fatigue and you will kind of put yourself in a bad spot, if you force nine unbroken toes to bar, break them up from the start. But just keep in mind that this is an open workout. We want to treat it like an open workout and really get into that intensity and into that mindset. So quick sets on that. So five and four keep it moving. Five and four, keep it moving. Same thing with the set of six for purple. If you need to go three and three on that, just to maintain consistency and maintain that heart rate, then absolutely do that. Three and three, make it quick. And that way you can stay consistent uh, on the box jumps and push press without having those toes to bar kind of hold us, hold you up um, in those rounds. So same leg raises, knee raises shouldn't be too much of an issue. Uh, we're just focused more on overall pacing for these earlier levels so maintaining consistency through the box jumps and push press and then not falling off on the leg raises or knee raises as well so we all know how to do open workouts of course without the actual open you know the stress and intensity will be a little bit less but we still want to treat it like that open workout where we have the pedal down the entire time and we're really pushing especially towards the end so keep breathing consistent as well to support all of this um, even throughout the movements, particularly on the box jumps, we should be breathing. And then, of course, between movements, always taking a couple deep breaths. So that is your workout. Extra credit is going to be some breathe and mobilize. We got three-minute jog and row, three-minute quad smash on each side, three-minute couch stretch, three-minute pigeon. And rotating through that twice. If you can only get through it once, totally fine. That's still a lot better than nothing. So that is Wednesday. Let's go ahead and hop into Thursday here. So Thursday, we do have a little bit of barbell work in the workout. So we're using this as an excuse to kind of go through uh, a Bergner warm-up with the PVC pipe. Um, and you can also do this with the barbell after the first round. So if the purple-brown athletes want to get a little extra warm, go ahead and grab a barbell and run through this. So we have seven minutes, eight RDLs, jumping shrugs, high pulls, muscle cleans, hang power cleans, front squats. Again, kind of leaning into that weightlifting electricity discipline a little bit here with the warm up. And again, if the higher levels or later levels would rather use a barbell for the subsequent rounds, then absolutely do that um, to get nice and warm for the workout. So this workout is going to be very barbell heavy and very leg heavy. So keeping that in mind as we're, if we're kind of in between levels, uh, what weight we want to use. So in the movement review, we're going to review our squats, back squats, air squats, front squats in depth. So really hammering in the basics, making sure knees are out over the toes, hips are moving straight down, 
chest is nice and upright, core is engaged. All the little things we would teach someone who's just coming into the gym, we're kind of going to re-review with the entire class, make sure everyone is feeling very good about their squats, and then getting into the deadlift, review and practice, and then build two workout weight and practice one, getting the, the barbell in the correct position for the back squat, so going over the head onto the back, and then um, transitioning that back over the head. That's probably the most important thing today in terms of coordination and, and difficulty for these higher levels. <clears throat> so then getting into this workout system is going to be breathe and burn levels consideration is just going to be squat endurance. Your goal is 100 plus reps and this one is out of the abyss. We have five rounds for reps. Each round will be two minutes, seven back squats, 14 deadlifts, and then with whatever time you have left, jumping squats to a plate. You're going to rest one minute between rounds to reset, and then you're right back in it. So very leg heavy, very burny, doing AMRAP jumping squats to a plate. You'll have about 40 seconds-ish probably to do that. So looking to consistently move for that 40 seconds. Of course, back squats should be smooth and unbroken. Deadlifts, smooth and unbroken. As we drop down, weight will drop down. So it starts at 115.85, then 95.65, then 55.35 for orange and then we drop down into kettlebell work for the earliest levels jumping squats go to air squats for yellow and white as well so again unbroken and smooth on our back squats and deadlifts quick break between those so after you stop your back squats transition put the bar down let the bar settle take a breath and then go into your deadlifts that way we're not slamming through if you slam through this like try to keep it unbroken without putting the barbell down, you might tip over into that kind of lactic power, lactic tolerance feeling, and we don't necessarily want that. We want it to be more of this burniness through the jumping squats as opposed to an overall system fatigue where you kind of tank your entire body and, and put yourself in a bad spot. So keep that in mind as we're going through. Quick break between the back squats and deadlifts will go a long way. And again, we want to consistently move through the remaining time. So if you have 40 seconds left, 40 seconds straight through of jumping squats to a plate, we did add it to a plate so that it's not just this continuous jumping squat movement. So we did do you guys a little bit of a favor, but it's still going to be pretty burning. So that is the workout. Then we have our accessory here, Turkish get-ups. We're just taking 10 minutes to accumulate Turkish get-ups, really work on uh, this complicated movement without any stress, not in the middle of a workout. We're not going for weight. We're just going for quality movement and really tightening up each aspect of that movement because it is kettlebell month. So again, just dropping little kettlebell movements in here and there. And this is the ultimate kettlebell movement, the Turkish get up. So take your time going through this, make sure we're going around and kind of slowly fixing and refining people's movement until they have it down. Um, because next week, I think next week we have Turkish get-ups in the workout too. I think we have Turkish get-ups almost every week this month. Um, again, because kettlebell month. So any, any excuse we have to put Turkish get-ups in, we'll, we'll do it. So that is your accessory work. Then extra credit is going to be some prehab, three sets, 10 prisoner rotations, 10 scat push-ups, 10 wall slides, really shoulder heavy on this prehab, uh, just because usually that is the most injured joint 
inside of the gym. So making sure everyone's shoulders stay nice and strong, nice and healthy. So that is going to be Thursday. We're going to roll right into our Friday here. So Friday, we have a 16-minute workout with some rowing, GHD sit-ups, and handstand walks. So the warm-up is going to reflect that. We got three rounds, rowing, dead bugs, spider-mans, and wall slides. Just hitting it right on the nose for this workout. So movement review. We're going to start with reviewing rowing. So rowing, one-minute arms only, one-minute legs only, one minute at a moderate pace, just making sure that that consistent pull is there and your every pull is looking exactly the same from start to finish. Um, you know, something we take for granted a little bit because rowing is a monostructural movement and something we do uh, pretty often. So hammering in that technique or reviewing that technique rather doesn't doesn't happen as often as it should. So we're going to take some time to do that and then you'll review handstand walks and wall walks with the remaining time and practice those a little bit. Make sure everyone is feeling very comfortable and safe doing those. So then getting into the workout here, this is a breathe and burn workout. This is going to be a little more on the burning side uh, with the breathing kicking in on the rowing. Levels considerations will be rowing, neurological and core, and upper body push. Goal here is four plus rounds, and the workout is called Jagged Cliff. So we got 16 minutes, 500 meter row, 12 GHG sit-ups, 25 foot handstand walk. The row does not drop down until yellow and white, where it goes 350 and 250. GHG sit-ups will immediately go into med ball sit-ups, then drop in reps. Handstand walk goes to wall walks and then goes into inchworms. If you are very limited on rowers, what you can do is have a 2K, 1.5K buy-in, and then do rounds of the GHD sit-ups with the remaining time. So still in the 16-minute time domain, you just have this row as a buy-in as opposed to cycling through them every round. So you absolutely can do that. You can also do it in heats if you really wanted to and just drop the accessory. Uh, there's a couple of ways to do this one. Um, but let's get into this workout. So row should be at a fairly consistent pace. So if you know your 500 meter row time, if you have your uh, PR pace, you want to drop that to about 80 to 85%, something you can consistently do no matter how tired you get, um, you know, within reason. Because we will have a breathing break here with the GHC sit-ups and handstand walks, so you should be able to aerobically maintain that pace. So 80, 85% is a perfect spot. GHC sit-ups should be unbroken and smooth throughout. And then a couple deep breaths, hopping into those handstand walks or wall walks. So handstand walk, try to do it in increments of 10 feet at least. Uh, five feet is a little bit short. You want to try to stretch it out as much as you can to practice. But it is in five-foot increments. Treat it like the open, right, where they have the five-foot increments all the way down the, down the floor. Um, that way we're not doing two steps and stopping all the way through. You should be able to do uh, decent chunks uh, of the handstand walk. And just try to remain consistent and steady on that. So don't stretch in that first round and try to go unbroken if you know that will kind of tank you for the remaining handstand walk. So keep that in mind. Plan for the future. We do not want to fail handstand walks. Same thing with the wall walks. Don't try to string them together as fast as you can. One wall walk, rest, shake the arms out. The next one, rest, shake the arms out, and then finish on that third one. Um, and that applies for all the levels. Make sure that the wall walks are consistent and you don't blow yourself out in the first few rounds. So then getting into our accessory here. We have glute accessory. So four quality, four sets, single leg glute bridges. 
I would keep the weight pretty light here so that we can maintain a good position and make sure that we're hitting full extension on every single rep. So squeezing the glute hip completely opens and then a controlled descent. Uh, rest briefly between sides and then rest as long as you need to between sets to maintain quality. So extra credit, we're back to some flexibility work here. So instead of the breathe and mobilize that we'd normally have in some of these flexibility spots, we're just sliding in the more specific flexibility for the assessment. So we have five wall squats at three, 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 one, and then one minute bottom squat hold. So this is three seconds down, three second hold at the bottom, three seconds on the way up, and then a one second hold at the top. That is tempo. We do have some literature on tempo if you go back to previous weeks, uh, but that's just a quick review. Again, three seconds down, three seconds at the bottom, three seconds on the way up, and then one second hold at the top. So that is going to round out our Friday, and then we can roll right into the final day of the week here. So finishing off with our weightlifting electricity discipline with some power cleans, and then we have a full body burn workout, everyone's favorite in here to finish off the week. So warm up is going to be a kettlebell focus here just because again, kettlebell is uh, one of our themes. So we're kind of using that as an excuse to put in some interesting movements here. So we have Russian kettlebell swings, figure eights and windmills for seven minutes of ascending reps and then 10 bird dogs to finish off just to uh, warm up the core and coordination a little bit. So then getting into the power cleans, Start with some clean progressions, then building to an initial weight for a 10-minute EMOM of one power clean plus one hang power clean, and that'll drop to just one power clean for blue, and then drop to just hang power cleans for the earlier levels. So this should be mostly technique for the earlier levels, keeping the weight pretty light, focusing on consistent, constant um, focus on technique, and not allowing ourselves to get caught up in the weight. Even the higher levels should be focused on that as well, like not getting caught up in putting as much weight as they can for this complex. Reps should remain super crisp, and there is multiple ways to progress. I think we've talked about this before. Progressing in consistency of technique is very important in weightlifting, more important, I would say, than weight. So if you're able to do a, a certain weight exactly the same you know 80 percent of your you know in quotes one rep max looks exactly the same no matter what when you do it that's very very valuable and important especially uh, in the sport of crossfit and functional fitness and for and especially in the gym right if we come in do a workout and the weight's moderate in the workout but you know because you focus on your technique that you can always do that weight very well that's super valuable more valuable than having a one rep max that you've hit once that's super heavy but you're not consistent with any weight whatsoever, right? You're just pretty strong. So keep that in mind. This EMOMs, EMOMs are usually meant for that, working on consistent technique with a certain load or certain range, percentage range. So really focus on technique there. And then getting into our workout again, we have a full body burn workout with hang power cleans and burpees over bar we're going to use our review time because we had just spent a bunch of time on the weightlifting for the burpees so reviewing burpee efficiency and practicing so we have eight burpees with a pause on the ground eight burpees jumping with feet as close to hands as possible so when you jump up on the burpee trying to get your your feet as high up and as close to your hands as you can and then six burpees as fast as possible to kind of ramp up ramp us up for this full body burn workout. 
So getting into this one, levels consideration is going to be weightlifting, and that is it. If you're able to do the heavier weight, you should be able to do burpees. That's the thinking there. Goal here is sub 14. The workout is induction heating, and we have four total time. 15, 12, 9, hang power cleans, and burpees over bar. Hang power cleans are at 115.85. You're going to rest five minutes after doing this and repeat just for good measure. So, of course, because this is a full body burn workout, we should be keeping these hang power cleans unbroken. That doesn't mean we rush through them. Again, weightlifting should be very tight and clean technique, regardless of what we're doing with that weightlifting, whether it's a workout, whether it's strength, reps should look exactly the same. So super crisp set of 15, then a quick set of burpees, get right into those burpees. So as soon as we put that bar down, one, one or two deep breaths, and then you're moving on those burpees with intention, right? We're intentionally trying to get to this full body burn feeling, you know, that cracking the egg over your head feeling, you get the tingles everywhere. That's what we want. So pushing into that early and then a couple deep breaths right back into the hang power cleans, rinse and repeat until we are finished with the set of nine. As we scale this down, weight will drop. So 95.65 for purple, 75.55 for blue, 65.45 for orange. And then we go to kettlebell swings for the earlier levels. Again, just taking the complication out as we do for all of our workouts and allowing them to get as close to this system as possible. Earlier levels will have a harder time getting here because of the intensity needed and the speed of movement needed, but they'll get pretty close if we take the complication out and and drop those burpees to bodybuilders as well. So the goal besides sub 14 for total time is to match or better your score the second time around. Uh, with these, with this system, it is fairly difficult, right? Because of how fatigued you are after the first time through, but five minutes is a, is a decent amount of time to rest and you should be able to match the effort at the very least, even if the time is, is a little bit off. In your rest, quick note, walk at least 200 meters. That way you're able to keep the blood flowing and recover a little bit. Um, that should take about three to four minutes to walk that 200 meters, and then you should be ready to reset and get back into the workout. So extra credit, like we talked about at the beginning, will be kettlebell work. So we have an EMOM times four of the kettlebell assessment reps and weights. So that's going to vary for everybody. So you're going to take a look at your goal for the kettlebell assessment, you'll do it for four minutes, rest a minute, and repeat. So this is just making sure that your goal, one, is reasonable, and two, you know, you get some practice in with that goal. So if you have a hard time doing your goal assessment reps and weight for four minutes, you will have a very hard time doing it for 10 minutes straight through. So this is our little tester, and then the next few weeks, we will build on this, on this four minutes. So that is going to round out our first official week of June. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. Hopefully you guys had a great Memorial Day, Memorial Day week, um, and you're prepared for a new month of programming. So again, any questions, comments, concerns, please let me know. Make sure you're filling out your weekly surveys every week to help us improve the programming. That is the easiest way for you to make a difference and, and kind of, you know, push the programming in a certain direction. Um, comments on the Facebook page and DMs do, you know, help. But the weekly survey kind of corrals everything and we're able to make 
uh, actionable steps towards making the programming better. So again, questions, comments, let me know. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week.